Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guy's Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. Last year, in a joint episode with Grammar Girl, I tackled the issue of regifting. I was happy, as well as surprised, at all the amazing feedback I got for Is Regifting Rude? Turns out, the issue of regifting seems to be far more important, only focus on once. So, I'm taking another stab at answering all your wonderful questions. Let me just say that regifting is not bad, when done properly. It's not outright wrong, and you shouldn't simply dismiss a regift. However, like planning a party, regifting has its own set of procedures. When you are going to a party, there is a certain etiquette you follow for the proper time to arrive, the proper thing to wear, the proper gift to bring, etc. No one wants to go to a party they think will be a fancy affair, only to find out it's nothing more than a frozen bagel and lukewarm cocktail event. Regifting is the same thing. It can be a great way to show someone you're thinking of them, or a colossal sign that you really don't give a crap. So, before you rewrap that gift your creepy coworker gave you, check out my top three quick and dirty tips for regifting. Tip number one the wedding day. Next to anniversary presents, I'd say wedding presents cause the most stress for gift givers. You don't want to go overboard, but you also don't want the couple to feel like it's something you bought at 7 Eleven on the way to the event. And the rules for wedding gifts get tricky too, because everyone has their own beliefs. My one friend always gives a gift that makes up for the price of his meal. Really? You're telling me that if Justin Bieber invites me to his wedding, which will probably be a $2,500 per plate affair, I have to match that in my gift? As a side note, I don't know Justin Bieber, but I'm pretty sure he'd have a super over-the-top wedding, which I'd like to go to. I've been to fancy weddings where the hosts spend hundreds of dollars on each guest, and there's no way I'm writing a check to my third cousin, twice removed, who lives in Spain, who I've only seen once in five years, a check for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Ah, the pressure. So during all this stress to find the perfect wedding gift, you realize that maybe the gift your Aunt B gave you could actually be a good present for the happy couple. And it could be, to some degree. First of all, really look at the gift and think about what it says. Does that neon beer sign your brother gave you for your basement really say, congratulations on your marriage? Does that picture frame made out of macaroni shells that your folk art-loving sister bought at an art fair, scream, I'm so happy for you. If you're going to re-gift for a wedding, pick something appropriate and appealing to the couple. There's nothing wrong with giving them something you received earlier, but it has to be on par with their taste. 
For example, if you got a pair of gold-crusted champagne glasses as a gift, but you prefer to drink your bubbly out of goblets, those champagne glasses might actually make your flute-loving friend extremely happy. So why not re-gift? One last thing. If you're re-gifting, that free gift is not enough. Settle down. I'm not saying that you have to go crazy and pile on the presents. But if you re-gift a glass vase that you know you'll never use, never display, and will only collect dust in a box, that might be a fine present for someone else. That might be a fine present for someone. But since you don't have to spend as much or anything on this gift, it's a good idea to add a little something extra, like a gift card to a restaurant or some other token of your friendship. Always go the extra mile. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tip number two. The family heirloom. The topic of family heirlooms is a dicey one. Ironically, I do think it's the one area of regifting that has the least regret associated with it. I say regret because when a family heirloom is given as a gift, the likelihood of anyone feeling bad about giving or receiving it is pretty low. For example, my one friend was given a gold coin by his uncle on his wedding day. The coin had been handed down through four generations of his family and was worth well over $1,000, which is not a bad present at all. So, even though it wasn't a fine china set that he and his fiancée had registered for, it was still an incredibly thoughtful gift. In the case of family heirlooms, the main thing to consider is how you view regifting in general. Passing down a family heirloom as a gift comes with stipulations. For example, the gold coin in my friend, sorry, the gold coin my friend received from his uncle is pretty cut and dry. He was next in line to receive it. It can easily be kept at his house or in a bank and won't need much care at all. No strings attached. He could not look at it for 50 years and still do his family duty by passing it on to his kids. As well, the coin has sentimental meaning, aside from its actual growing value. But when a family heirloom is given with strings attached or it's unwanted by the receiver, therein lies the difficulty. For example, let's meet our friend John. He's a software developer living in San Diego. John receives a large working farm in Idaho from his father as a gift. John has no desire to run a farm, never liked farms, and has never even been to Idaho to visit said farm. 
John is probably not the best candidate for this gift. As well, even if the value of the farm is great, he still needs to alter his life completely to take care of it, unlike the gold coin in the previous scenario. Now, if it was left to him by a death in the family, that's totally different because it was left to him by law, not given by choice. Ultimately, the gift giver should have been more considerate and realize that their gift was nothing more than a burden for dear friend John. Tip number three, food for thought. How many times has someone brought a food item to your house or to work that was clearly a re-gift? This has happened to me and continues to happen a lot. At work, people are always bringing partially eaten cake, open box of cookies, and other leftovers so their coworkers can enjoy. And as a huge sweets lover, I think this is awesome. However, like improperly re-gifting that surfboard to your cousin who lives in Arizona, re-gifting food can also be a sign of laziness rather than thoughtfulness. Regifting food is only proper when there is actually food to eat. What, too easy? What I mean is that if you have a half-eaten cake from your birthday party, you can surely bring it into work the next day, but not as is. You need to clean it up a little bit, cut off the already eaten parts, and make it look presentable. I'm not saying you need to re-ice the whole thing, but there should be no clear evidence of someone else's fingerprints on it. As well, bringing in an item of food for the office that is 85% eaten isn't thoughtful. It's gross. Say you made the world's best salsa and wanted to bring half of it to your coworkers to try and marvel at your salsa skills. Great, go ahead. But bring in something else to complement it, like chips, another dip, or even extra toppings. When it comes to regifting, people can tell when you are being cheap or lazy. So unless you want to be known as the Scrooge, take these three tips to heart. Do you have a great story about regifting? Post all the comments in my details section below. As always, if you have another Manners question, I love hearing from you. So please drop me a line. Manners at quickand30tips.com And check out my Modern Manners Guy Facebook page. As well, follow me on Twitter at MannersQDT. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guy tips for a polite life. Thanks again and take care. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.